Hello, everyone. It is Thursday, August 5. This is the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. I'm here with my friend, Bruce Snope. And on Thursdays, Bruce, we tend to ask each other, what are we thankful for? Thankful Thursdays. <laughs> so can you think of something in the last seven days that you're thankful for? Well, the... I guess the hard part is July, mid-July to end August, my son, my bride, and my daughter all had birthdays. Mm. So one, it's present frenzy, trying to find the right one gift and not spend too much so I don't get hit in the head with, you know, how much you spend on this or that. But it does nothing but fill my heart with joy and hope for those who God has surrounded me with. So mm. I am so thankful for the bride he's blessed me with, mm -hmm. um, for the kids he's given us. If mm -hmm. he knitted them, if Jeremiah's correct, he knitted them in their wombs. They are not as much a product of Beth and I, but a product of God's creation. Mm -hmm. And that is just so much fun to be with them and around them. And so, yeah, the, we're in this little stretch right now where we're especially lifting up the three of my seven family members. And so it's, it's easy just to say, I'm so thankful for my family. That's awesome. I'm thankful for your family too. <laughs> well, let's jump into the scripture for today. It's Ephesians chapter four, 25 to chapter five, verse two. So go ahead and read that for us, Bruce. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we, are, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give evil. Do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Do something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. That's a powerful passage, challenging passage. Mm -hmm. What is it? What buttons is it pushing for you, Bruce? You know, parts of it as I as I read through this and that, it's it's a very yin yang kind of thing. There's some parts that I get reinforced with. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood. In our world today, I hear so many things that self-identify as Christian teaching, but if you go with Scripture, they're falsehoods. Hmm. And I hear things in the world and with COVID. <laughs> um, 
and I'm not trying to make a political stance, but you hear, do this. No, you don't have to do that. No, do this. No, you got get vaccinated. Oh, now we got to get this. No, you don't. The back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's like, Lord, where do I stand mm-hmm. on any of these issues? You know, speak truthfully, not for political gain, not for personal gain, not for power. Mm-hmm. Speak truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so I resonate with that and I like that. Um, a question I have always is, you know, in your anger, do not sin. So you're saying it's okay to be angry. You just can't sin in it. Now, I have no idea what that looks like, but that makes me at least appreciate that one a little bit. Okay. Then maybe um, there's a room for some righteous anger some, at times. Yeah. And given where we are right now, um, this verse stood out more to me than it ever has. Um, mm. Anyone who's been stealing must no longer, but must work doing something something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Mm. And I say right now, because you go to any restaurant and they talk about, it's going to take longer because we have an employee shortage. Right. So many people are just getting money off the dole from the government. People are choosing not to work Mm because I can get paid for doing nothing. Right. And yet Solomon in the Proverbs and here even, God wants us to work. Mm -hmm. He wants us to use our physical bodies to get out there and do something for income mm-hmm. that we can provide for ourselves and, and for others. share with others. And so I find that interesting in today's world that here's a scripture that I never would have identified with my culture today. Interesting. And yet it yeah. hits home really. It does. You know, I just lost my spot again, but anyone who must be, you know, must steal no longer, but must work. And that can apply to, I'm not saying the people who are taking the unemployment or whatever benefits they have are stealing, mm-hmm. but the verb, the active command there is to, to mm-hmm. you must work. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's interesting. And in the, I know there's no punctuation in Greek, but in the, here they, they've got it surrounded by commas, mm-hmm. steal no longer comma you, but must, but you must work mm-hmm. comma. It's like, that's a command to me as I read it. Hmm. that, okay, God wants us out there doing stuff. He wants us to be active so that we have something to share with those in need. Mm-hmm. You know, If you're able, you should work because other people aren't able. Hmm. And how are you going to share with those who aren't? You know, For those who truly are having no, not able to work because they have COVID, because they're in the hospital, because they have a mother or a grandmother with them that's, that's down and they have to do that, how are they going to survive? Mm-hmm. You have to be there. We have to be the hands and feet. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've often said the hard the hardest thing about when people complain about the government giving money is truthfully, as Christians, that's our job. It's not the government's job. Welfare helps people, but we should have welfare and never need it, because Christ's people should look around at their neighbors and say, "You're in need." Mm-hmm. Yes, it's part of my paycheck. Yes, it's part of my whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it to you to help lift you up so you can then get out of what you're in and go on. Yes. So often we just go, well, I got the unemployment weight. No, no. You know, whether it's deliver pizzas or engineer, you know, some of the newest things in our, our industrial town, mm-hmm. you should be doing that because God is giving you the talents and gifts to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's called us to work. You know, I, and then he, again, I wouldn't have considered this, um, 
but get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander. And I think it's one of the, if, if you haven't seen it, there is a woman, and I have no idea where she, what it's from, but she did a video, a self video. She did it where she is just red faced. It's only her face. Mm-hmm. And she is just screaming at the top of her lungs at Republicans, how much we're destroying this country. And it was either just at the end of the last president or just the beginning of this one, but she's screaming into it, just hollering that. And a gentleman, I don't even know his name, but it's brilliant. If you type in metal, Karen, metal, like, I mean, like, like heavy metal, yeah, metal, Karen, he has put a heavy metal rock tune. He has designed, written a rock song around her speaking, mm. but she's not being kind. She's not being nice. She's being all these things. And I think of when I'm thinking of the, I would call the more liberal wackos then, am I being kind? Do I have bitterness, malice, and other things for their side? Mm-hmm. I probably do. Mm-hmm. And I have to watch myself with that. But I've fallen in love with this guy because <clears throat> he does it with some preachers. He does it with this kid. Right, right. he, he puts heavy metal music using their words as a melody line. So it fits perfect. Right. But she's just screaming and hollering bitterness and anger and malice and contempt but that's our society yeah you know when when we look out there that's a lot of that on both sides mm-hmm. and you know i i find it interesting again that this was written two thousand years ago give or take a couple decades but you know get rid of all bitterness rage anger brawling and slander along with every form of malice and I think of the fires that raged for four, five, six months over the summer last year mm-hmm. in some of the major cities of the world, mm-hmm. saying that was all bitterness and rage and anger. And the leaders who wanted to keep the position called it justifiable anger and justifiable bitterness and allow it. That's not what the scripture says. Mm-hmm. Scripture says whether it be them or you, you got to get rid of it. Mm. And it forces me to think, okay, do I have that? Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I, I know and love and care about Dwight. Okay, but do you have it for your one friend that's on Facebook that's saying everything you despise? You despise. And hate. Yep. It's like, oh, I do have to get better at that, don't I, Lord? Yeah. I have to not be bitter that he's saying things I absolutely despise. Mm-hmm. But pray for him and, mm-hmm. and try and understand, but try and also help him because he's bitter as he writes mm-hmm. and work through that. You know, follow God's example as dearly loved children. And I think that's that's the hard part is so often we don't see ourselves as dearly loved. Hmm. We call ourselves the child, you know, children of God. We're all children of God grafted in, and you've got the traditional Christian words that we use to say mm-hmm. that. But at least in my life, and if the language is that for those around me, we don't often think of ourselves as dearly loved. Mm-hmm. that's a whole new level mm-hmm. even saying it now it's like wow okay that's different that's mm-hmm. something new i'm a child of god we even sing the song i am a child of god it goes much higher than i think it's chris tomlin because he the high tenor voice goes crazy but the dearly loved child mm-hmm. of god mm-hmm. that's you know when i think of that my kids are all late teens early 20s I don't necessarily think of them now. When I think of dearly loved, I think of when they were like one to four. Hmm. When it was hard for them to walk, when you had to carry them everywhere, when you know they mm-hmm. were so dearly loved. Mm-hmm. And I think, 
that's what God's talking about. Hmm. Not when they can drive, you know, like today my car was in the shop and I couldn't get a ride because every one of my kids is working <laughs> and I'm stuck. And Dwight helped me get here. But, you know, that's not what I think of the competent, able-bodied people. I think God sees us as that two-year-old mm-hmm. who just wants to hold your hand, you know, slap your ear and play and just be with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what God says. That's how I see you. And that's what I want for you. And it really, why wouldn't you cut out bitterness and anger and resentment when you are so dearly loved? That's right. You know, why, why would you want any of that to be brought into your relationship with God? If our, time together with God is is about relationship and being with him, why would you want to carry that bitterness and anger and brawling into that relationship? It's like, you have to let it go because God can't be around that. And if he can't be around it and that's all you carry, he can't be around you. Hmm. And I go, wow, I've got to let that go for my sake more than, that's right. We're yeah. prisoners to our own business. Yeah. And that's that's the hard part, too. And a, a, a dear friend of mine told me this a few years ago, but the more bitter you get, the more bitter you'll get because you like it. Bitterness builds on itself. And yeah. it just the more angry you get at the people who aren't with you politically or socially, you know, conservative or liberal or whatever, yeah. that bitterness just feeds itself. It devours yes. itself. Mm-hmm. But the more you listen to it, internally the more you'll feel right about it yes and you'll justify it even though there's no justification for it yeah it's ironic that that bitterness can actually feel good yes at times but almost comforting mm-hmm. um which is why sometimes it's hard to let go because it feels justifiable right yeah and yet it's eating us alive and uh destroying our our hearts yeah, I love that phrase. Be imi- my my translation. You have the newer NIV. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have the older NIV, and the 1984 NIV says, "Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave Himself up for us, as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God." That's good stuff, Bruce. Well, sure, we could go on this for a while, but um, let's sign off now, and we'll look forward to being with our listeners one more time. Excellent. Uh, Yeah. So if you're listening to this, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. And we'll see you tomorrow.